God create a clean heart in me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation to me and sustain me by giving me a willing spirit. Then I will teach the rebellious your ways and sinners will return to you. Psalm 51 verses 10 to 13. Good morning, IBCM, and this is a very exciting day for me as I am coming to you live from our quarantine hotel in Makati City. It is so wonderful to be back home again in Makati. Um, unfortunately, we can't be with you in person, but in two weeks, we'll be, well, actually less than two weeks now, we'll be out of quarantine and we'll be able to be together with you. Unfortunately, the uh, Bureau of Quarantine did not place the United States on the green list, so we must quarantine for 14 days. 10 in our quarantine hotel here in Makati City, which is actually just uh, four or five blocks or so, not far from our church campus. And so when the 10 days are up here, I think that ends on Sunday, September, <laughs> September, Sunday, July the 11th. We'll be able to go uh, from the hotel to our to the parsonage there in in Bel Air. Thank you for praying for us as we traveled over the weekend. We arrived uh, about 9:30 in Makati and at, at Naya in Manila on Friday night, and we were so pleased and so proud of our country here in the Philippines. All the protocols that are required for those entering from outside the Philippines at the airport. They were so well organized, even down to the smallest detail of having someone available to call the uh, driver that the hotel arranged to drive us from the airport to the hotel. So all the details were so well organized and everyone was so calm and patient and kind. It was not at all stressful, which was a huge answer to prayer. So thank you for praying us home. And uh, thank you for praying with us as we uh, get over the jet lag and get settled back into Makati and IBCM and the ministry here. We are just so excited and feel that God, um, in several ways in the past week or so, has uh, just given us some clear signs that He is about to do great things through IBCM and our partners here in Manila and the Philippines. The Southeast Asia People's Affinity of the IMB, which Cindy and I are a part of, has set, have set aside the month of July to pray for Manila. And uh, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that is God's planning as we have uh, traveled back to Manila and are, are preparing to re-engage in the mission here. I think that that's God's planning so we have dozens of, of prayer partners this month, and today has been set aside as a special day of prayer and fasting for Metro Manila. When we say Manila, we're talking about Manila proper and the other 15 municipalities which make up greater, or as some are calling, Mega Manila, which is about a population of about 24 million people when you consider all the municipalities in the NCR. It is one of the most populated cities in the world, and it is, by my last check, 
the most densely populated city in the entire world. And although there are many evangelical Christians and churches in Metro Manila, there are many, many lost people here and many empty spaces, places where there are not multiplying disciples and multiplying churches. So there is the great need to pray for Manila. We are pleased to see the prayer request that the uh, Southeast Asia People's Leadership uh, sent our way and sent all over the region, which specifically mentioned our church, IBC Manila. So we have dozens of prayer warriors today and all month praying for the work that God is doing through us. That is very exciting to us. I, I encourage you sometime during the day to fast a meal or to choose another way to focus your heart on the city. I think the key to spiritual awakening in any city and in our city here in Metro Manila, the key to spiritual awakening where there is a spiritual harvest, where people are repenting of their sin and following Jesus as Savior, the key is prayer. And not just any kind of prayer, but a very devoted, intentional, intensive, consistent prayer that is inspired by a deep divine persuasion that spiritual awakening is necessary and our only hope and also that it is on the way. And so we enter this season of prayer for Manila with that kind of persuasion. It is absolutely necessary and it is absolutely on the way. God desires that many people come to know Christ in our city, and he desires us to be his ambassadors, salt of the earth, light of the world. So this morning, as we focus on praying for our city of Manila, we're going to read, first of all, from the book of Colossians. This was the, as I am reading through the book of Colossians for my daily quiet time each morning, uh, to, today this passage was the, uh, the passage assigned for my reading today as I spent time with the Lord early this morning. It's Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. And once again, I see uh, divine coincidence in God's directing my heart and now our hearts to our prayer focus today. And I think you'll see what I mean as we read together Colossians 4, verses 2 to 6. Here's what Paul wrote to the church in Colossae. <clears throat> Devote yourselves to prayer. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door to us for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains so that I may make it known as I should. Act wisely toward outsiders, making the most of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Here's, here's what God spoke to me this morning. God has appointed you and me to be his ambassadors. He has appointed us to make the mysteries of Christ, the gospel, known to those who were outside of Christ. When Paul used the word outsiders, 
He was not talking about social or economic classifications. He was talking about people who are outside of Christ, who have not yet come to know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And so God has appointed you and he has appointed me. He's appointed us to share the gospel, to proclaim the mysteries of Christ to those who are outside of him. And he gives us an open door. Notice that Paul is asking the Colossians to pray for him and those who are with him in prison, that God would give them an open door to share the gospel. So God not only gives us an appointment, an assignment, but he also gives us opportunities. He is the one who opens the doors. He has called me to open my mouth, but what I'm hearing God say to me, that I need to open my mouth when he opens the door opens the door of opportunity, opens the hearts of those who are ready to hear, opens their ears so that they can clearly understand the mysteries of the gospel. And that word mysteries is important. The gospel is not something that you and I or anyone else could figure out. If it were up to us, salvation would have come by some other way. But salvation has come through Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross and his resurrection and even by his ascension which as a result of his ascension he has sent us the Holy Spirit to empower us and equip us and to give people the gift of faith to believe and receive salvation so these are mysteries not things that we must unpuzzle or unravel or figure out on our own but a mystery that is unveiled that is revealed by the Holy Spirit in the hearts and minds of people so God has appointed us he has empowered us and he opens the doors for us to boldly and with courage and confidence share the gospel with people the question is am I alert am I prayerful am I ready to take action when the opportunity comes. And here's the key that we see here, devotion to prayer. Devote yourselves to prayer. Devotion to prayer is the key strategy, as I said a moment ago. And So as I pray, as we pray, we are asking the Spirit to open our eyes to see open doors, to equip us to give a response to those who reply. And here's what, here's what I'm seeing here. That, remember, this prayer strategy is built and inspired on a divine persuasion that awakening is necessary and is on the way. It's coming. God is going to open doors. He's going to open hearts. He's going to open eyes and minds of people. He's going to give us opportunities and occasions to share the good news with people by our words. But also notice this. He tells us to live wisely among the lost. So they're also going to hear and, and see the gospel in action through our holy conduct, through our lifestyle. So we do speak. He tells us that our speech should always be seasoned with grace, seasoned with salt. Remember, salt is a preservative. Salt is a healer. We're going to have opportunities to speak words of healing. That's the gospel. All this is going to happen as we devote ourselves to prayer and commit ourselves to take action when the Holy Spirit opens doors of opportunities. 
And we can do this with confidence because the Holy Spirit empowers us and equips us. What's going to happen, I am, I am convicted what is going to happen is there's going to be, we're going to discover that friends and family and schoolmates and workmates and other people that we come in contact with, there's going to be a curiosity. When they see us living for Jesus, they're going to see a difference and they're going to be curious and they're going to be asking us questions. And Paul says that we need to be ready to know how we should respond, how we should answer each person, each curious person who asks questions and seeks answers to their spiritual need. We have the answer. We have the grace of God. God has poured his grace upon us, and he has appointed us to be vessels, to be broken vessels of his grace to pour out on other people. By broken, I mean humble and repentant and servant-hearted. That's the kind of people that God uses. So I'm very excited as we pray for Manila today and pray for our church and our ministry today. Here's some things that, that we need to be praying about today and all month. We need to be praying that the Holy Spirit would open the ears and open the hearts of people who are ready to receive the gospel. We need to be praying that as his ambassadors, as his spokespersons, the language of our lives and our lips will always be gracious, seasoned with salt of the gospel. We need to be praying that our uh, Light of the City team, which is developing an urban mission network, as, as we begin inviting sister churches to join our network, that you, that you that the Holy Spirit will raise up workers. Jesus, in one in one story in the Gospels, uh, turns the attention of the disciples to the harvest, a wheat field which was ready for harvest, and he uses that as an analogy to say that that God is at work, the the harvest is ready. Pray for workers. So we need to be praying for workers, not just an IBCM, but also sister churches around the city because we can never reach this city by ourselves. We need partners. So let's pray that the Holy Spirit will open eyes of those who need to hear the gospel. Let's pray that God will open the hearts of people at IBC and other sister churches in the city to join together to make disciples in the city. And, and let's be praying also that as we are developing training tools for pastors and church leaders, that God will bring about a, a spiritual revival in churches. Spiritual awakening in the city cannot happen until there is spiritual revival in the church. Besides praying for Manila today, I also want us to turn our attention to some of the needs in our church we are hearing good reports from Pearlie, and she is doing well, although she's still going through cancer treatments, but she has a great attitude and is rejoicing in the Lord that she is doing well right now, and they will be facing some decisions about upcoming treatments that they will need to consider after the current chemotherapy is finished. We also want to pray for Brent Evangelista, who is, I'm hearing good reports from Jerry, his dad, and Ray's mom, that the treatments are going well. We need to pray that God will continue to bring 
healing to Brent. I think the family is scheduled to return to the Philippines in a couple of months, so we need to pray for those kinds of uh, issues as they plan to return. Let us also pray today for Teddy Lim and his family. Teddy, some of you know him. Teddy is the chairman of the board for uh, Southern Baptist School of Theology, a seminary that is housed and uh, helped by IBCM. His brother passed away yesterday from a heart attack, and we want to pray for Teddy and his family as well, too. And we also want to, play, to pray for uh, Emil Aram, who is uh, in the process of getting ready for perhaps some uh, medical treatments in uh, a couple of months. So we want to pray for Emil and, and his, uh, his family as well. So let's do that. Let's, let's join our hearts together in prayer. Don't forget that if you have prayer needs, we really want to know them and pray specifically for you and your concerns. So, so if you'll please email those prayer concerns either to info at ibcmanila.org or to me personally, david at ibcmanila.org. You can tell I'm still jet, jet lagged. david at ibcmanila.org. All right, let's spend some time in prayer this morning. Will you join with me in prayer? Lord God, you are so, so good. And we just want to pause and worship you this morning, to praise you for being such a good God. That's just who you are. And we are your children, and we that's who we are. We are your children, and you love us more than we could ever imagine. We pray, God, that you will convince us, really give us a deep, soul-deep persuasion and conviction about just how much we are loved by you, that this will build in us a confidence in prayer, a confidence in life, that you will develop in us a holy reverence for you and your word, that we will not allow worldly distractions to interfere with our relationship with you, nor our responsibility to make disciples of all nations. God, within just a few kilometers of where I'm sitting, right here on Valero Street in Makati, there are dozens of embassies from all over the world, and there are thousands of people from the many tribes and tongues and nations of this world. They're right here on our front porch, within reach. Jesus, you have commissioned us to make disciples of all the nations. And Paul has reminded us in the book of Colossians today to be devoted in prayer to be thankful in it, and to be alert in it, to be ready as you open doors to proclaim the mysteries of Christ, the gospel, to those who are outside of Christ, to live a life that speaks the gospel. Lord, this is a big responsibility, one that we cannot do on our own. And so we are grateful that you did not leave us as orphans when you ascended to the Father, but you have sent the Holy Spirit to equip us and to empower us. 
and you are at the right hand of God interceding for us. You want your kingdom to expand in this great city. And so, Lord, we are convinced with a divine persuasion that spiritual awakening in this city is necessary. We are convinced that it must begin in the hearts of your church where revival must take place, a compassion for the lost and a boldness and willingness to share the gospel. And we are convinced that because you would not want anyone to perish, that spiritual awakening and church revival is on the way. We're convinced, and we are praying toward that. We are praying in the name of Jesus, according to his character, to seek and save the lost, that you will use us to seek out those in our city who are lost, to seek ways to love them, and to, uh, in practical ways, live out and share the gospel, both with our lips and our hands and our hearts. Move our feet with your energy to those empty places in the city so that we can see many come to know Christ. We're praying for a harvest, and so we're praying for workers. We're praying that many other believers and other church families will join us in your enterprise to make multiplying disciples and plant multiplying churches in our city. Lord, we also want to pray for Brent and Pearlie and Teddy today who are experiencing various levels of discouragement, various levels of struggle and hardship and even sorrow today. And we're asking your Holy Spirit to comfort them and to come alongside them with tender loving care and encouragement today. We love them and we care about them but we know that you love them and care about them even more than we do and we can. And so we're lifting them up to you today for you to meet every need according to your riches in Christ Jesus. Lord, here we are. We offer ourselves to you as your humble servants. We repent of our sin, of our prayerlessness, of worldly distractions that take our eyes off of Christ Jesus and take our minds away from your word. Purify us as we read in Psalm 51 today. Give us a clean heart. Empower us and use us to teach others your glorious word and your gracious gospel. And we pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining this morning. Those of you who are joining later online, thanks for joining online later. Cindy and I love you. We're so glad to be back in Makati. We can't wait to be with you in person. I pray you have a great day today and that as the Holy Spirit opens doors for you to share the gospel, that you will take action and that you will speak words of graciousness and that your life, our lives, will be salt. Have a great day and I'll see you in the morning.